Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Hebrew, <clears throat> the he, the English version of the Hebrew Bible. All right, I have a sermon for you, and then I will go into the lesson. So give me a moment here. In the day of paradise on earth, the deaf ears will be open. How great a joy is this is for those who cannot hear to hear. And what <clears throat> I'm actually talking about is those who are spiritually deaf, spiritually deaf to the truth, where they hear, but they do not hear. So what I'm speaking about is the understanding of those who have been uh not uh, anointed into the spiritual food of good. They are deaf. They can hear it, but uh, they don't actually hear it. And what was forbidden before for some people of the nations? Because the spiritual food today is open to all nations, but yet there are some who it is not open to. But yet they hear, but they do not understand because of their sinful and wicked ways. To see but not see, to hear but not hear, will hear the words of good. So they hear the words of good, but they don't understand or comprehend. They don't see, but yet they see the word of good. They're able to read it, but they don't understand it. And out of the gloom and darkness, their eyes will be unblinded. So we're talking about here, for those few who have been unblinded by Yeshua and good, to hear, to see, to listen to, and understand and comprehend the spiritual food of good. <clears throat> At Jeremiah 30, verse 8, it says, I will take the chair, the chains of bondage, of not understanding the word of good off. So he's talking about for those people today of the nations who he has taken the chains of misunderstanding the word of good, and he has blessed them with the understanding of the spiritual food. He has blessed them with the truth. The good has blessed them with the truth. So how great is this to be blessed by good with the truth, the understanding of the scriptures? It says, foreigners cannot enslave you anymore with chains or misunderstanding. So no more are those people who have been blessed with the truth misunderstanding the word of God. They are yet understanding and hearing and seeing and believing and holding faith and trust in the word of God. Good because I am known. Good because I know.
good because I no longer live in the dark, and good has become my light. He judges the sins of minds in favor. Here we have the the scripture which is uh, letting us know that for those whose eyes have been opened and who accept the truth and hold faith in the truth, good judges the sins in favor of them. He doesn't go after them or judge or make a <clears throat> judgment against them because they have come out of the dark and are now into the good light of good. It says in Habakkuk 1.4, We don't want to be fenced in by the wicked such as Eve and Adam were, where there is no justice but a perversion of justice. So we don't want to be like our forefathers, our foreparents, Adam and Eve, which is wicked which is to steal the knowledge of others or the fruit of others, to take what is not theirs, to take what is the creator's, or take what is good's. Not arrogant, expanding, soul sinful desires to keep collecting the nation's material things and power for themselves. So we are not controlled by sinful soul desires or sinful hell desires. Desires that sent us to hell because we enact upon them. We think it, we feel it, and we act upon it. That is how the wicked do. And they go after the world's material things and the power of the world for themselves. It says it Psalms one twelve verse four. To the upright of those seeking to do good. Good shines light like a light in the dark, righteous and compassionate and merciful. So the light of good is is righteous, righteousness, compassionate, and merciful. So having these qualities, we have the light of good in the darkness. And we are shown these qualities back to us from good, righteous, compassionate, and merciful. All right, that's it for my sermon, and uh, now I'm going to begin to read uh, the uh, Hebrew Bible and interpret for you.
And it goes to say, Deuteronomy chapter 25, if people have a dispute, seek its resolution in court, and the judges render a decision in favor of the righteous one and condemning the wicked one. Then if the wicked one deserves to be flogged, the judge is to have him lie down and be flogged in his presence. So we're speaking here about flogging or punishment, and we see here that if the accused or the wicked one was convicted in court, he would be flogged in the presence of the judge. The number of strokes is to be proportionate to his offense, but the maximum number is 40. So we see here good putting a limit on the number of blows a person could receive or strokes when being flogged. He is not to exceed this. If he goes over this limit and beats him more than this, your brother will be humiliated before your eyes. You are not to muzzle an ox when it is treading out the grain. If brothers live together and one of them dies, childless, his widow is not to marry someone unrelated to him. Her husband's brother is to go to her and perform the duty of a brother-in-law by marrying her. The first child she bears will succeed to the name of his dead brother, so that his name will no longer be eliminated from Israel. So we see here, good uh, having the name of the Israelites uh, who passed and left a widow. Their name live on in the children of Israel. If the man does not wish to marry his brother's widow, then his brother's widow is to go up to the gate to the leaders and say, My brother-in-law refuses to raise up for his brother a name in Israel. He will not perform the duty of a husband-brother for me. The leaders of his town are to summon him and to speak to him. If on appearing before them, he continues to say, I don't want to marry her, then his brother's widow is to approach him in the presence of the leaders, pull off his sandal off his foot, spit in his face and say, this is what is done to the man who refused to build up his brother's family. From that time on, his family is to be known in Israel, as the family of the man who had his sandal pulled off. So we see a lot of light humiliation here for a brother who refuses to marry his uh, brother's wife upon his death. If men are fighting with each other and the wife of one comes up to help her husband get away from the man attacking him by grabbing the attacker's private parts with her hand. You are to cut off her hand, show no pity. So I guess we see here the uh, the use of the martial arts where a woman would normally strike a man in his groin. Uh, her hand is to be, be removed if she does that by the law of the children of Israel. You are not to have in your pack two sets of weights, one heavy the other light, 
you are not to have in your house two sets of measures, one big, the other small. You are to have a correct and fair weight, and you are to have a correct and fair measure so that you will prolong your days in the land good your God is giving you. For all who do such things, all who deal dishonestly, are detestable to good your God. Remember what Amalek did to you on the road as you were coming out of Egypt. How he met you by the road, attacked those in the rear, those who were exhausted, and straggling behind when you were tired and weary. He did not fear good, therefore when good your God has given you rest from all your surrounding enemies in the land, good your God is giving you as your inheritance to possess. You are to blot out all memory of Amalek from under heaven. Don't forget. So they were given a the word here, don't forget to blot out the memories of Amalek, which is what will happen in the new kingdom, blot out the memories of Satan and his demons. <clears throat> so we see here, as survival for Christian or someone who serves the Creator, we want to blot out the memory of even sins that continue to plague us. We want to forget them so as not to do them again or enact upon them again. That is my ministries for today. I'm going to say a prayer and uh, I will be leaving you. Good, I petition. Open the hearts and minds uh, of the brothers and sisters. Let their spirit dwell upon your word and them live by the spirit, the spiritual food that you provide for them through me. I pray that you give them the strength and good health and help them if they are on drugs or if they need sustenance, deliverance. Give them the sustenance and deliverance needed to be able to survive on a day-to-day basis. To look forward to your word, to be able to comprehend your word and understand your word. Do not leave them as a few who do not see, who are deaf, and who do not understand. But give them understanding, sight, and hearing of your word. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.